welcome to We're Freaking Out. Yes. This is Jeff Horst. And Esther Navarez. And today we're freaking out uh, about a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna, so let's, uh, let's, let's freak just out. Get right let's just jump right in. Let's jump right in. Both feet. Uh, head feet first. first. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which way is oh, faster. Now we're not going to be. Now we're like 69 jumping in. Oh, man. Yeah, that's all. I don't like Who knows? That. Yeah, this feels weird. Yeah, it's not good. Okay. So um, first thing that we're freaking out about is. Our uh, cat. We got a kitten. We got a kitten. It was weird because we were fostering because we foster a bunch of cats. And then we had a boy and a girl and they told us they were spicy. And they were. They were, because we foster cats that they call hissy cats, which we learned this way to, like, turn almost feral kittens into regular house cats. So Mm -hmm. we were doing all the stuff we got to do for them. And then the girl was extra spicy. She was, like... Uh, what are those things called? Ghost peppers or something. I don't know. She was <laughs> psycho. And uh, we couldn't turn her. No. And so... We used all the tricks. We uh, They said the last straw, because we took her to the vet, and oh, God, she escaped. And She escaped at the vet. And it's the craziest thing. Is you're at the vet. The, the cat escapes. We're panicking. I mean, silently. Me and Esther are looking at each other panicked. And the lady... When that's your, it's weird. When it's your own pet and your pet escapes, then you panic. Part of you dies for a moment and you go crazy. When this is your job, you're just like, well, I mean, I clock out at the same time every day, no matter what happens. Oh, you mean because so, the vet didn't freak yeah, out? The at vet all? didn't care at all. The vet was just like, all right, so we're going to go over here. And I like when and- she said, oh, yeah, that wasn't bad because she caught her actually relatively quickly so yeah. she was like oh that wasn't bad she's like yeah there was a cat that escaped and went into the ceiling tiles and stayed there for like what'd she say weeks weeks, weeks just like, living in the ceiling what? for weeks that's just not even real so not to mention we get the cats from the burbank animal shelter which is part of the police department yeah we got oh, it's so weird cop cats and so we uh after that vet visit, they were like, "Yeah, your um, cat isn't doing well. She needs to go to another house." So we're like, "Okay," but we thought both of them were going to another house. So I was like, "Not even." Mm-hmm. I wasn't even uh, attached. I was like, "All right, cool. These cats are gonna be gone tomorrow. Oh well, mm-hmm. smell you later, cats." And then um, they they were like, "All right, you're getting rid of the girl. You're keeping the boy." Like, okay. So then I was all sad, like, oh, the girl's going to go and the boy's going to be so sad without his sister. And we took the girl and we came home and the boy cat was like, I love you guys. You're my parents now. And then he was the snuggliest, best cat that's ever been a cat. And he then, is. I'm snuggling him right now. <laughs> and he then jumped uh, on her laps. Yeah, he's being a weirdo. I think he knows I'm talking about him. And then... And that was his origin story because yeah. then he just snuggled us harder than any cat's ever snuggled any, any other human cat. Yeah. in a life. Like it was just his business. And then I was like, what are we going to do? He was so gentle. He was literally everything that I want in a cat. Where it's like I want him to be able to entertain himself without us needing to play with him 100% of the time. 
but I, I, you know what I mean? Like the blend of everything where you can pick him up whenever you want to. He doesn't get mad. You can play with him. But we also trained him in all the things yes. that yep. you have to wrap him up in a blanket and a burrito and slap his butt for a while and do all these things that make them, they eat on our lap and we talk Sque- to him and pat him. We gave him squeeze treats because those are something, it shows them that your hands, uh, it helps them not bite your hands, even though you're giving them, giving them food out of your hands, but that your hands mean good things. So yeah, so they, then they come to you. They come to you and... And sit on your lap. And sit on your lap. So there's a lot of a good thing, and, and having a kitten that early on, I was like, well, if we're going to... If we're keeping this thing, we might as well have a super cat. So then we started... Now I start training him for real. He has school every day. He has day. school every day for like 20 minutes. And, well, we, we decided to keep him in... Uh, fucking had an anxiety attack because yeah, I was just was like, oh, I don't want a cat. Why am I doing this? I felt like I like... She felt like she adopted like uh, like quadruplets. That's how she was acting. She was acting like she like she just was like a, <laughs> taking on the, some insane responsibility. I felt like I passed out and came to and then I was like, what did I do? Yeah. I like blacked out and adopted a cat because I didn't want a cat. Mm-hmm. But... This cat just like chose us mm-hmm. and then we were like compelled. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Because we travel a lot and do a lot of shit. And mm-hmm. like but- I had like plants and and we went out of town all the time. We were planning on going out of town more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, oh, if you ever go on tour, I can just go with you and I can work from anywhere and we can just be gone mm-hmm. for like three months. Mm-hmm. Nope. Unless mm-hmm. we get the cats to her, which is the next goal. Or we have somebody, we just have a lot of different or people watch the cat. Here. With first person, well, the first people that watched him loved him and he was good with people. Because we didn't yeah. know. Because he was kind of afraid he cat a little bit. But mm-hmm. now he's getting way better. Yeah, now he's fine. But we watched a documentary on Netflix about cats and... What's it called? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Netflix cat I'll look it up. documentary you, you guys figure it out at home we, why do we got to tell you everything i'm gonna look it up all right we're gonna look it up keep talking uh and it the documentary taught us a lot it explained that cat research uh is like 15 years behind dog research so uh, oh it's called uh, inside the mind of a cat so 15 years behind and when you really get into it it makes a lot of sense why i mean scientists especially back then for i mean i mean now still but we're dudes so yeah yeah. so Um, so they're dudes so dudes are gonna study what dudes want to study and dudes pick dogs over cats for the most part so we just didn't have any research on cats. So now we find out that cats aren't as difficult to train as people think. They're just motivated differently. Uh, they are less motivated by humans' approval and more motivated by treats. And and by, like, love. If they love you, yeah. then they want to do the stronger what's your, right for you, your the, connection. The stronger your bond is with the animal, the more... Uh, the easier it'll be for you to train that animal. Like they want to do stuff for you because they are like connected to you and want to like 
not so much for your approval, but to to give you something. Yeah. Like to do something for you. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, tell me I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're like, oh, I love you, so I want to do what you say because it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So it's so weird. It's different, but it, he's he like loves food. Mm-hmm. Like he's rarely ever full. I think I've seen him full like three times. Yeah, ever in the whole time we've had him. Three the months whole, we've had. Yeah, whatever it is. And it's not. I don't even. Yeah, I he's only know one of those hungry. times. He's always hungry. And so he loves learning so it's very, stuff. It's very easy to teach him. He because knows how of, to sit. He knows how to sit. Uh, he knows how to fist bump. Uh, we say what up. And, and high we show, five. And, we, uh, and he fist bumps when we say what up. Uh, we high five him. Um, we've taught him. Uh, recently we taught him up. So he stands so up on his hind legs. So then he stands up on his hind legs. Uh, and he we started him, going through. We taught him how to, how to come. Um, with our fingers to kind of like point for him to come towards our fingers. But then we also have a pointer to use to like point on objects for him to jump on. And he's very good at that. So then we started to use that to have him do like obstacle courses of like. He does like a figure eight thingy like <laughs> through the, in between bottles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have a circus cat. We're, we're, we're. Yeah. We're going to get a hoop. We're going to get a he's hoop. He's jumped through my arms hoop. Yeah, he's not. And he that, jumps over legs. So far, he goes at a very slow speed. He's not in a rush, but uh, but we're what we're getting there. We and, saw train cats. We saw a cat show. How yeah. old can we talk about that? Uh, he's how much just of a, a baby. He's just a baby. We were already, and he's already a genius. And he looks forward to school. Around that time, he knows, like the the setup of it. He knows what that means. Like usually, we do it with him on top of. Uh, I do it. I put a mat in the center of where the school will take place where the classroom is. And when he's hungry and he, you know, he'll just sit on the mat. Like, how about you just give me some treats now? I'm sitting on the mat. What's, what's up? They said that cats really like routine Mm -hmm. and they get bored easily. So routine wise, the school really works. And, uh, they, it is new research, like in this documentaries, uh, they said that, People say that cats are an easy pet because they just keep themselves and they don't really do much. But in reality, they don't do it because you don't do anything with them. Yeah, because you suck. So if the more you do with them, the more they will do. Yes. But even when they're just there, they're I don't know if they're bored as much as they're just like, all right, this is what I do. Fine. There's not more. But they... They can do a lot more than people assume they can do. They can solve more complicated problems than dogs can. So they are smarter than dogs. Dogs are might be easier to train, so people associate dogs as being smarter because they're easier to train. But what the do- dogs are better at doing tasks for humans. So they're, they might be more helpful than cats are for uh for certain things but if it's just judging who's capable of figuring out this problem that's presented cats are uh are better at that according to this documentary like they have uh they have way more weird toys now 
Oh my god! Cat I didn't, toy technology has evolved. You know, you know since how I like had a cat in, in regular I had a cat life, like three years ago. But just like, but, I mean, but you didn't. Sure, but you didn't but even she have was toys elderly. for that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, she had toys, but sure, she had very basic stuff. She died when she was twenty-one. <laughs> this cat could could drink. This cat was <laughs> was a was a hundred and twenty in cat years. And I'm I'm not joking. And they say that um, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, because yeah, cat toys. When you look at when you look at because I, I I didn't expect that. I don't know why I didn't think of that for cat toys. I thought of that for human toys. For human toys, it's like you look at your your little nephew and your little cousins, and you're like, man, look at the stuff they got nowadays. That's crazy. That's the same for us. There's like Nerf attachments, things. There was that, a gun uh, with, that uh, shot catnip. Uh, yeah, catnip bullets. Like these discs that yeah. were like catnip infused or something. There's tracks like, that you can like piece together. Yeah. And... Like it was a, that was like a Hot Wheels. Yeah, there's like a Hot Wheels cat toy. What are we talking about? I want all the toys now. Yeah, I want all the toys. And then it's like addictive buying cat toys. We have to stop ourselves all the time because yeah. they have crazy stuff. Like they charge. Like we have this thing that looks like a top with feathers on it that mm -hmm. yeah. it plugs into the wall and charges. But it uh, it only works when he hits it, so it keeps a charge. And if you don't hit it for like there. twenty seconds or something, or I forget how soon, but I don't know, it just turns off. And then and it turns then off on its own. There. So it so it it's something that he can play with. If we're not home, he can just you know still see something moving and, and interact with something, even if we're not home, which is really helpful. Because they say you're supposed to play with your cats before they eat because they hunt. And that's their, and they play with their food. So when they play before they eat, they get that like feeling that they killed something and mm -hmm. then they eat. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. All these like behavior things that I didn't know yeah. before. Like other cats I've had, the first kitten I had when I was like, how old was I? 20 or something, 19? Mm -hmm. It was 19. Um, I played with it so wrong and rough. Like, I, would, I trained it to attack my hand. Ah. Like, they say don't play with kittens with your fingers because then they'll just bite fingers for the rest of their life. Yes. It's so hard to not do it because it's cute. But I oh, I did it all wrong. I had the most attack cat it was like you ever. Trained, so it's like you trained him to attack you. Mm -hmm. I trained him yeah. to attack, yeah, me. And then he ended up attacking Everybody, he was just an attack cat. He was funny and fun, mm -hmm. but what holy cat was this? shit, Mina? Ouija, Ouija, Ouija. She's got like thirty-five cats. <laughs> I counted. I, I think name. I lived with twenty-one cats in my entire oh, wow. life. I really thought I lived severely with. overestimated. No, I mean I'm counting foster cats now. Of sure. any cat that I've like straight up lived with, mm -hmm. like they spent spent the night with a cat. There's at least twenty of them. Mm. But I had yeah. a lot of cats is roommates and you know roommates with cats and apartments and stuff but yeah that cat was terrible and now that i i mean he was fun for me but anyway now that i see what they tell you now like there's just so many youtube like cat experts that tell there's you so things many. to do that i'm like oh I, if i would have just done this simple thing yep like dry food they're they say they're not supposed to eat dry yep. food because dry food doesn't have enough moisture. Cats always get kidney problems. And the reason is because they don't drink water naturally. They don't like standing water. They don't like water that's still. They like water that's moving because in the wild, 
if they see clean water is moving. Standing still water is gross. Don't drink it. It's rotten. Mm -hmm. So if you give them wet food, then they get more water and they never need dry food. Dry mm -hmm. food is just filled with fillers and bad stuff. Yeah. So it's just crazy that I'm like the first cat I had just only ate dry food, bit everybody. Like, it's yeah. just wrong. It's like studies come out and show that you did everything wrong. Yeah, the litter. You're supposed to have unscented open litter boxes. And everybody then for sure was like, 92 or something They're like i want it to be closed yeah, i don't like, want people to come in yeah. and see shit in we a box had it covered in a closet and scented like mm. yeah it was crazy so um, anyway so yeah that's our life now i'm gonna quit comedy and just be a stay-at-home cat dad so uh yeah. if he's on tiktok simba with the thumbs simba with the thumbs so, um, no spaces right no spaces just simba with the thumbs i mean you if you type in spaces or not you'll find them yeah i mean he, he's just, on tiktok and he's on instagram he's doing better on tiktok yeah he took off but, on tiktok uh, it, it, he got over a thousand followers really quickly so if you're if also you, he can go live now right he can go live now yeah, is my understanding live. And uh, so I mean, if he has you, more. He's gonna. He has more followers than me already, right? No, he doesn't. Uh, well, pretty much. Pretty a couple soon. weeks from now, yeah, he'll yeah. have more followers than me, who started TikTok during quarantine in 2020. Yeah, yeah. And he started TikTok two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But he's a cat, and he's got thumbs. Yeah, he's a cat with thumbs. So, so, so I mean, you, how do you compete? You know what I mean? No, like, I'm this kind point, of resentful, but. I mean, but you, it. I mean, I'm I'm a dude. You know what I mean? Dudes competing. I can't compete against you know tits on the internet. You can't compete against kittens. Like there's certain things that people just have their their internet match where it's just like you're. I no, guess. Where it's just like there's you know, I'm, I'm not, I I have to accept that that you know, we we all have to accept that we're not cats. I guess. Well, didn't you say? Wait, where did I hear that today? You told me that, right? That, I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, that dog owners want you to meet their dog. There was some comedian, I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, but his joke was dog owners want you to meet their dog and cat owners want to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that joke. I thought that was funny. It's very accurate. Yeah. Um. All it, right. So, yeah, so that's our, we're freaking out about our freaking cat. freaking out about our cat. What um, else are we cat, freaking out about? Uh, Cat knowledge. We're all well, uh, Kanye's being crazy again. Oh, we're jumping to Kanye. Yeah. That was the uh, latest thing mm -hmm. that, yeah, it's, I just really, it's we got to do becoming, our fucking podcast more often because so many crazy things happen. And then on accident, we just keep doing our podcast when Kanye does crazy shit. I really yeah, this, don't. It just happens. Yeah, Kanye does stuff. Our goal is to do this podcast monthly and he's and he does it roughly at least once a month, which is how often we want to put out a podcast. So it's kind of hard to But when it happens like the day before or the day after or whatever, yeah, it feels weird not talking all, about it. That's all that uh social media is it's, and I can't help but I just uh, love freak out about it, even though half of the posts are like, don't think about it. Ignore him. Don't give him attention. And I'm like, but yeah, really, really, I, I can't I'm the, not. Yeah. And, 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 and I hate that because people are acting like we're the reason that people are even talking about it. No, I, CNN is talking about this. OK, 
you think you think just random comedians uh posting memes is what's really spreading the the dumb shit that Kanye is talking about no the fucking the the world the the media outlets of the world collectively have decided that they want to talk about the dumb shit that Kanye says and does. It, it, so what you think that uh, if we're all silent, CNN is just going to just ignore this? Dude, shut up. Well, I think it, it was a it was a fashion week, right? It was a fashion week. Yeah. And, OK. And it was uh, Paris. Mm-hmm. And he's done fashion week Paris shit before. And and his stupid line of clothes is ugly his clothes and dumb. sucks and his it's clothes like is ugly. everything is just and a if you prank. like it you suck and you're ugly that's how i feel everything is a prank it just feels like everything. he's just like punking everyone all the time it, in the first the first i i didn't hate every prank i you know what uh poopity scoop what was it? i hated poopity scoop i loved poopity scoop i wish that poopity scoop would have been a bonus track on the next album like where it's not listed, but if you wait another 10 seconds, it's just still there. They don't you do know? that anymore. I know they don't do that anymore, but people do stuff, but he does weird shit, so that would have been fun. That would have been fun. But, uh, you know, that's that's the, the, the weird shit that Kanye did that I, I find enjoyable, and that's a way for people to talk about him without it being stupid and dumb and racist. It's It's so weird that it's it's... The weirdest thing to me is the people that are scrambling because I used to be that person for a little bit of scrambling to defend him. Like when it was Taylor Swift right away, I was defending that I was defending that. I was like, let's not act like he stabbed somebody on air. All right, everybody let's relax. You know, Beyonce, uh, (laughs) Beyonce won, uh, what was it? Like video of the year. But then she didn't win female video of the year. Oh, like, I think she won female video of the year and didn't win video of the year. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. So, so that didn't make sense. Like if a female. No, I no, I think it was the opposite. Well, none of it like ever she makes won the, sense. Because she won they, the big award and then were, and, and is a female. So she should win the female version of that award. No, because it was towards the end and the end is the big award. Mm, okay. So they give away. All the smaller awards, sure. and then at the end is the big award. Okay, maybe I'm mixing it up. Either either way, it, it felt justified. And but they, uh, it's and then, never and then you go logical for, like that. It's, yeah, they and, give different people different awards most of the time. Sure, with that with VMAs because it's fake and it's just it's, trying sure. to get who will show up and who will perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all the fake, people but, that don't show up don't win mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. so that one's dumb yeah the grammys is more of a at least people are voting i mean mm-hmm. who knows if that's rigged but there's a group of people yeah voting but but all i'm trying to point out is that it's like in the beginning the dumb things he was doing of of even even as far as the first time when he said he supported trump i still didn't even uh, turn away because i still felt like it was he's fucked up and he says dumb shit for attention, but let's not overreact and act like he's evil. Like the attention didn't make sense to me at first when it's like, so Kid Rock is selling Trump merchandise on his website right now. But because we just assume that white people are going to do racist stuff, we don't care. So when a black man is racist then or does something dumb, then we act like it's the end of the world. But when a white guy does it, we're just we ignore it. That's how I felt at first. But then at some point, 
everybody has some Kanye breaking point where they're like, and for a lot of people, it was slavery. <laughs> slavery was a choice. It's weird that these are like records now. These are like albums of like, where were you when uh, with, oh, with the like Taylor Swift his, Kanye? Where yeah. were you when slavery was a choice, Kanye? Like, there's My, so but many. But everybody's favorite Kanye. <laughs> the old Kanye? Is George Bush doesn't care about black oh, people. Oh, yeah. The George Bush one. is so good. We just if, if you haven't watched that in a while uh do me a favor pause mm -hmm. this podcast mm -hmm. that you're while right now seriously pause it watch that and then come back because my memory <laughs> my memory was just george bush doesn't like black people and that was it and then doesn't he, care about black people doesn't care about black people and then there was so much more he first was mike myers uh spoke for a while and then and then Kanye goes on a very long rant uh, of just everything fucked up in the world. And then the whole time, Mike, Mike, Mike is just sitting there uncomfortably looking like he doesn't disagree, though. Like he's like he's yeah. politely nodding his head like, hmm, yeah, that's that sounds about right. Yeah, I forgot about that rant. And then, too. And, then and then right after Kanye does his first rant, Mike just continues with the script reading from the teleprompter like. Uh, uh, all right. I mean, I guess we're good. Let's finish. Let's keep going. And then it then Kanye says George Bush doesn't care about black people. And then it looks like Mike was about to have another line, but they just said, "Fuck this. We have they to just cut, cut the, it." And he looks the, at him. The, 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 yeah, the he look is so he funny. looks at Kanye so funny. And then they cut to Chris Tucker, and Chris didn't <laughs> look like he was even supposed to be on TV. He was so startled by the camera being on him at that moment. He it was oh god, it's so funny. That's that's the best Kanye. Absolutely. Yeah. I love all the tweets that were like, Kanye doesn't care about black people. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, he wore the All Lives Matter clothes that uh, he's selling. No, white Lives Matter. Or, sure. I mean, All Lives Matter. White Lives Matter, yes, yeah. that he's selling. All Lives, part matter. Of the, all Lives matter would be less would problematic. Be <laughs> I, I watched a lot of, like, reactions to it. There was some TikTok channel or whatever person that just posted reactions to it and mm. Russell Simmons was it Russell Simmons that said this or was it yeah was Russell Simmons was like started out like all lives matter you know everybody matters and not a all lives matter in a shitty way like a all lives matter in a okay I understand what he was trying to do but also and then just you know said why it was terrible. Every single time people will try to, it's like he says a crazy thing and then the game is how do I justify it afterwards? He's playing like real life improv where he's starting, this, <laughs> he's starting a racist weird scene and then afterwards every he he comes back to try to connect the dots where he's just like slavery is a choice and then afterwards he's just like well you know i meant mental slavery even though i never said that the entire time and if i'm such a genius i should be better at communicating to people seeing as my job as an entertainer is literally me communicating my thoughts to people but whenever i say a dumb thing instead of just admitting that i'm a shitty communicator or i'm fucking crazy i would rather just say oh you guys aren't smart enough to get it that's what it is he says a crazy thing for attention everybody pays attention to him for a moment and then if there's backlash he just pretends that he comes up with a different meaning and i i could do that i'm good at making 
shit up. There's mm-hmm. not there's you know what I mean? Like it it's not like he's a genius for this. Like I, I feel like you literally could just make up an example and anything and people would believe it. Apples are really oranges. And he could people his fans would be like, you know what? He's right though. Like maybe there was a time where who's to say what language really is? Like people just you can make anything philosophical if you want to. People were rationalizing it and saying, well, people in the fashion world, I want to say it was. Oh, OK. Was it the Vogue person? There were there were so many people. It was weird because the things he did rattled the fashion world. Because oh, wow. He, it rattled it? Because he uh, um, went after, well, a woman who works for Vogue posted in her story why a, a black woman why it was wrong what he did and uh he went after her and posted a picture of her and said that she was bad at fashion and then everyone in the comments was calling her fat and it was just terrible but uh somebody was saying that what he was trying to do was show like a a dystopian society a futuristic dystopian society where white people are the minority and in this society that's what would be happening because they would it would be white lives matter because they'd be the minority but where you lose me on that is fucking parading candace owens around yeah, because you know, she's she, not she's not going deep. She just literally. Yeah, she had uh, uh, some other TikTok I saw that talked about something she had said before was that she some she she was ranting about oh people say that I'm uh, bad for black culture and I uh, um, am going against black culture. I want to go against black culture. I don't want to be part of black culture. They're saying that she's not part of black culture. And she's like, I don't want to be. I want to destroy black culture. She like, said that she, she wanted going, to destroy it? I don't know. I'm, I might be quoting it oh, wrong. Oh, wow. So Whatever the I clip is, now I, now I want to listen to it. Yeah, I, I can't get over it. I can't get over how people just refuse to believe what a mental illness is and people find it to be insulting because a lot of people believe that it's dismissive because they go to, you know, the Dave Chappelle quote of like, you know, saying that somebody is crazy is dismissive and it, and it is. And I, you know, maybe we shouldn't use the word crazy. We should say mentally ill and I'm all for changing the language. I'm not going to go against that, but I'm not going to pretend as if he is thinking and functioning uh, in a, uh, a normal, healthy manner. You in our culture, you don't understand black culture. I have to keep reminding you that I don't want to be a part of this culture. I want to destroy it. I want to destroy it further than it's already destroyed itself. This is a new plantation. All of the same problems, right? When slavery was in existence, there were a lot of things that needed to be maintained to make sure that the slaves never woke up. The first being the breakdown of the black family. Slaves were constantly being sold. They also made sure that slaves were not allowed to learn how to read, right? It was so necessary to maintain slavery, to make sure that their minds were never educated. Because when there's nothing going on, you can insert information into the bot. You can insert information into the robot. Hello, black America. It is happening again. Oh, Candace Owens. Okay, so the weird, the one, the weird thing about 
what she does that a lot of uh, conservatives do is they take a true thing and they use the true thing to justify the gibberish said before. So the gibberish was she wants to destroy black culture. And then she follows that up by saying true things of that slaves weren't allowed to read. What does that have to do with black culture, though? Why? What does that have to do with you saying that you want to destroy? Because by you saying the only are you implying that the black, that black culture, culture is, is bad? Slavery. Black culture is slavery. That's like insane. That's insane. Like I'm. I don't. That's a. Wow. So anyway, my so anyways, point being, yeah. if he didn't parade her out, mm -hmm. maybe his like little uh, uh, justifications would be like, oh, yeah, I just meant this, not that. But the other thing is just the bipolar that there's always th the symptoms of it are uh, uh, like thoughts of grandiose or whatever, people mm -hmm. thinking that they're better than other people, people thinking that everything that they say is profound. Mm. I heard this woman explaining the symptoms as they're trying to uh, prove to people that they are not uh, mentally ill. So in doing that, they get these ideas they think are not bad. They think they're different and unique and better than other people's. And they voice them and they're usually weird and not right. But they're voicing them loudly in a way that they think that this is going to prove that I'm better than other people. And that's part of the disease. So they, they just like to hear themselves talk. So it's like a vicious cycle. Well, when you're manic, it's like, it sounds like people on coke. Mm. It's just like talking and talking and talking and mm -hmm. not sleeping and they don't sleep and mm -hmm. there's different symptoms for different people, but mm -hmm. a lot of the symptoms are similar. Yep. In, uh, and then the depression is like, uh, you want to kill yourself. But when they're manic, usually it's because they are not taking their medication. But if they feel like they're better than people, then they feel like they don't need uh, medication. Yeah. And then imagine imagine working like for Kanye when he's trying to make an album and he's manic and he's changing his mind every day of what genre the song, the age aspect, and I couldn't even imagine that. I don't know. I feel like I could imagine it because I've worked with crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kanye worked at the same place where I worked, I believe, just after, or at least with the same engineers I worked mm. with. My coworker worked with Kanye. Oh, wow. He was in the oh, yeah. documentary. Yeah. <laughs> My old coworker. Um, all right. So that's Kanye. So let's move on along. Speaking of uh, of racism and craziness, um, uh, Lizzo is is in the news again. <laughs> she played uh, a racist flute. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. She played <laughs> uh, what's his name, James Madison. His crystal flute that the Library of Congress offered. I don't know if. I forgot. I read it, and now I don't remember. But somehow there was communication between the Library of Congress and Lizzo, and Lizzo was like, I'll be there. Bring mm -hmm. it. 
And I don't remember if they contacted her or if she saw that it existed and she contacted them. But regardless, um, they she went to the Library of Congress to play it and they brought it out at a concert. In the Library of Congress, she played it and she played an actual piece and it sounded really cool because of the reverb in the place where they were. But and she was with her mom and she was like dressed... I guess more appropriately because people were mad at how she was dressed at the concert because it, she has stage It's a concert. Clothes. It's fucking stage. It's what the fucking Rockettes wear. Shut yeah. up. Because everybody that saw that, because that was, she, a woman came out, brought it out. She didn't spend too much time with it, probably because the concert, it's, it's full. There's parts where I think she like builds in some talk to the audience time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she does crowd work, but uh, um, so but not a lot a long time. I don't mm-hmm. know that like, she could have had a whole other song, but regardless, she just played like two notes and then gave it back. But yeah, and and so some people were, that's all they know about is she did two notes and she shook her ass and they acted and like both that was- times she twerked though because when she did it at the Library of Congress it was great. She played like this piece and then after she was done with the piece she was like uh. Sorry, James Madison. And then she twerked. <laughs> and it was so funny because she knew like the sorry because it's like, yeah. And also, fuck you, because every yeah, that, white that man a, in history that was a, has been problematic. So yeah, here was, you go. That was a fuck you. Sorry. That was obviously yeah. sarcasm. And to me, it's if. There are people whose viewpoint on this is that, oh, she should know better and she shouldn't touch uh, something that uh, a racist slave owner um, owned. And I guess my... uh, Well, the people that were against it, I didn't hear anyone saying that. What do you mean? I only heard the current racist saying that she's ruining American history. Oh no no I I I heard uh, uh, various various black people on social media that are saying like why are you even associating yourself with this you oh. should have took the flu you should have broke it in half oh when they wow gave it to you, yeah you no I haven't heard it. any of that yeah that's what I heard on social media was uh was people that were either saying uh good for you because James Madison would be rolling over in his grave right now if he knew that uh, a black woman was the first person to ever use the flute. Yeah, it had never been him. played. That, you know, it, it, it had never, never been that, played that, ever. The first person who ever played his flute, uh, which also he didn't make. Somebody else made it, but they made it for him. So I don't even know how it is his if he never even, whatever. But somebody else made the flute for him, and she was the first person that ever actually used it. And so there's, uh, at least on the, so- the side of social media that I saw where some people that were saying, well, good for her for being, you know, she obviously that wouldn't have been what he would have wanted, you know. So if there's that's progress that somebody who owned a slave that owned owned slaves and was uh, the the person who was part of the the three fifths uh, compromise and, and, and all of that for her to be the one to use the flute is a fuck you to him. And then there's other people that are like, she should have. No, fuck that. It, uh, that racist piece of shit. It was his flute, so you should have took it and th- broke it in half and s- shattered it. And I'm just, I guess, it, in response to that side of it, I'm just like, racism touched 
touches every single aspect of society. So how would you even live life with that? Like, that's just unrealistic to me. Like every yeah, single... you can't wear clothes. You can't wear clothes. You can't, you can't go to the library. You can't... Can't use money. You can't use money. You can't use a drinking fountain. You can't... Like, what is just anything that used to be racist or is currently racist isn't a part of society that you can even but be a she, part of is, is, also an, like, is, is a little bit unrealistic to me on how the world operates. You know, it's like I, I respect the... Uh, the passion behind that side of it because you're coming from a place of fuck racism. So I respect mm -hmm. people that, that I disagree with on this, but I, I, I still don't necessarily agree with that side. She also is a musician in the way that if you play an instrument, you're interested in the history of the instrument of different instruments that are just different instruments of that instrument. Like mm -hmm. it was a crystal flute so there's no way if she saw a crystal flute that was made today i'm sure yeah. she would be like "Ooh, i want to try that i want to yeah. play that yeah and yeah. i don't think she liked like yeah and i think she liked the history of it in general like mm -hmm. that's just a weird history thing it's like how uh jack white always does stuff to be in the guinness book of world records mm. <laughs> why yeah it's so weird like he sent a record in space Mm -hmm. And it played in space. It's just like that feeling of you're doing something that's staying in part of history. Didn't he do a concert that was a note or something? The shortest yes. concert? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, that was stupid. Yeah, it was a dumb... I, I, man. He also did something Did they, they do another played, concert after that? Did I don't Did they know. pretend... Like, how did they get that many people to come out for so a noise dumb. and then leave? And then uh, they played in a plane. It was some other Guinness Book of World Records thing. But... Uh, I saw a lot of the people who were complaining that she was ruining history because she wasn't wearing enough clothes and because she was shaking her ass. But then they always have to say, too, and she's unhealthy. Like, shut it, up. For, first of all, people don't understand health. It, it she, she exercises. She works out. First of all, let, let's if you even do believe that simply. What do you want her to do? Because if you were like, you are, let's say being large automatically makes you unhealthy, which it doesn't. But let's say that that's, a, that that's true. Wouldn't you want somebody, if, if that's what you where you're coming from, you'd be like, yeah, she better exercise and eat healthy. Well, she's doing that. She's exercising and eating healthy. She's exercising more and eating healthier than 99% of people in the world. So what do you so so what do you want? You want you just don't want her to exist. She can't just exist because it's not like it's not like she's large and she's just like this is the size that I want to be forever. She's she's actively working out and she's eating healthy. And I don't understand how that can be such an uh, an obsession for other people to constantly say that she's that she is unhealthy. It's I like, think that people have been fat phobic this whole time, just as people are racist and people are sexist. And it mm -hmm. doesn't come out unless Until there's, there's a large a celebrity to make to it, attach it to come it. out. I mean, yeah. most people probably know that people are fat phobic because if you see somebody, if there's certain people that if you're just with someone in a car and you drive past somebody and they're big, they're going to say like, oh, my God, look at that fat person. Like there's just mm -hmm. people who mm -hmm. say shit like that. Yeah. Like I told you about my uh, coworker that I used to have that 
anytime he talked about a woman, he had to also talk about her appearance somehow. <laughs> the woman that, like, there was a woman that he claimed uh, couldn't park. <laughs> He's like, she can't park for shit. Got a nice rack, though. Like, he couldn't just talk about her without talking about her tits. Like, he just could not. He had to always say, and the ass, the ass is monumental. He had that quote oh, as well. That's great. A like, monument. Like, oh, Man. yeah, she, People. she's late all the time, but the ass is monumental. Like, it... There was always they it's can't so say something without. It's so. Good. I mean, it's like, and it's, it's those like things are so who, so like, unrelated. It's like she is she late because she has a nice ass. I don't even understand how. I've known people who can't like if they're talking about a bad someone cut them off in traffic. They have to say the race, of the, the race person. of yeah. the person, and blame the race. Yeah. for the cutting off in traffic. Yeah, I'm like it has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. So. That is coming out more because, mm. I mean, there there weren't even, you know, people didn't even allow larger people to be in the public eye. Yeah. So now there's representation and then just people talking about, like I said about the woman that Kanye put up the picture of, she was a bigger woman. Mm -hmm. And then it was just, yeah, look, she's fat. It's like, he's talking about her clothes. He didn't even call her fat. Yeah. But you have to, just because you got to throw that it's in. Just, it's like Ari Spears. Oh, God. Where it was just like the question was like, her, like, it wasn't even a question. I think the guy commented and was just like, she makes really good music. And then he's just like, she looks like shit. I was like, what, what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. I, we were literally, the topic was her music. It's kind of like what you were saying about vegan food the other day when mm -hmm. you post any sort oh, it's of just like that. vegan food. People are like, yeah, it's unhealthy. Like, oh, you know how you know that's how, made? That's you know how unhealthy that... it is? And I'm just like, people are literally, nobody's, to on hot ones, when yeah. they're just eating, they're just eating wings with hot sauce on a, on a fucking regular basis. Nobody's just talking about yeah, how no unhealthy that is. The entire podcast is unhealthy. There's a podcast called Drink Champs where they're literally drinking enough alcohol to fucking die in a goddamn daily episode. And yet or the guy that eats the pizza, the guy like, that eats a pizza, one, one bite. bite. Everybody knows the rules. There's <laughs> like literally so many aspects comments. of society where there's just people eating unhealthy you know food. Unhealthy? And nobody cares about it being unhealthy until it's vegan. Then magically the health of it, they're like... Yeah, or until a woman is large, then until, no matter yes. what she does, yes, it's like, oh, and also she's unhealthy. Like, mm -hmm. oh, she's unhealthy today? Yeah, Do right now? what she's doing right now? Did she now? leave the Did hospital? You... Is that yeah. why you're telling me this? What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, and it just sucks that it shows why, especially women... Men too, I'm sure, but whatever. That women have this feeling like we're always like, we can't be happy yet. Mm. We got to wait until we get to a magical weight, a magical mm -hmm. healthy whatever, a magical age, a magical... There's all the... Look a certain and, age. Yeah. There's and, and all these standards. things that you... So you're not supposed to be comfortable until you achieve that when... This is the first time I can remember that somebody's very vocal about like, no, like literally be happy and confident because if you're not there yet, you're not going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like if beauty standards are going to constantly change and evolve uh, in time, 
then you just you can look back like I'm sure you Esther could look back and be like oh wow the whole time I thought that it was bad that I didn't have a flat ass and then all of a sudden ass became cool when yeah when I've I got older before. yeah now say it again <laughs> My ass was not in style. I thought I was fat. And I mean, I thought I was fat my whole life. Even the skinniest I've ever been. I was like, well, I thought I was fat in high school. And they did not make jeans that fit me. So not clothes didn't fit me right. So I thought I was so fat and complained so much that my mom was like, fine, you can go to Weight Watchers, which my mom was overweight. She didn't care about herself in that way, but she was like, if you're going to cry about this all the time, you can go to Weight Watchers. So I went to Weight Watchers and got down to 94 pounds. I remember it exactly. That was the goal weight that they said I was supposed to be. And the day, the moment I was 94 pounds, I was like, okay, I can be happy now. Mm. And that was one of the smallest that I've ever been. But then... After I started gaining weight again, the whole time after in college, I was like, well, I'm ugly until I weigh 94 pounds again. Yeah. It's insane. One of the, uh, like one of the most, uh, I don't know, profound or interesting pieces of, of, of like things that I've ever heard or learned in my life was, uh, was literally just like from a Ted talk that my mom sent me, which was just pointing out that. Uh, if you constantly was this from a TED talk? I don't know. There's so much information from random places. Uh, if if happiness is the result of achieving a goal, you're never going to be happy because when you achieve a goal, that feeling is good. So you then pick a new goal. So you're never going to be done setting goals throughout your life, which means you're never going to be happy because you're always putting happiness at the end of the road, at the end of, oh, once you get to the final goal. There's no final goal. Nobody's done setting goals. Obama still has goals. You know what I mean? Like every people that you 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 view as successful are still setting new goals. So you can't put happiness at the end of like at the end result of something because you're just constantly moving it further away from you then well um i don't know if you heard this esther but uh velma's gay you know i just heard it today did you uh, the way i think it just came out today you know the uh the gay character on scooby-doo yeah, the one that's been a lesbian since i the, was five the whole, yeah so she's she's gay now yeah now she's She's gay. That's the weird thing. It's like, yeah, she was the one character that Fred, Fred was always trying to fuck Daphne. Like, I thought Fred like they was knew, gay. We knew that we knew who was gay just based on who Fred wasn't trying to fuck. I thought Fred was gay. Now you think Fred is gay now, but Fred dressed like they fucking dressed at that time period. No, because I was in like that, that time period. No, you were you maybe when the show, but not when the show was set. Wasn't Scooby-Doo from like the 1920s? Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, broadcast from 69 to 76. Yeah, people fucking dressed like fucking weirdos. In the, and, and I every was guy there from the, 72 to 76. Every man in the 70s looks gay when you look at photographs of them by today's standards. Every single person. I just thought that he was wearing a scarf 
I'll say, I'll tell you, my dad my, didn't my, wear a scarf like that. People might view like my dad is homophobic in, in some regards of his language, and he wore pink tux to fucking prom. Okay. Everybody back then, it's just, that's what it, it, society changes. You, I can't, I, he, Fred, I can't believe that. No, man. Fred, Fred, Fred's not gay. Well, I mean, not now, but I yeah. thought it then. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. Anyway, Velma, oh, Velma just always seemed like that. The 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 only thing that's upsetting uh, when that these was things. Gaydar. Yeah. The only thing that's upsetting when these things happen is the predictability of what the responses will be tomorrow. If this is news today, that means tomorrow there's going to be the why does every character got to be gay? Why do we got to make characters gay 40 years later? And then there's going to be other people that are like, yeah, no, she's always been gay. What are you talking about? The gay woman on the show? Because that's what happened with Rugrats. Remember, I think we did oh, the, yeah. the woman before who was clearly a lesbian the entire time. And they, yeah, because I asked you, it was like, you, so what's up with the lesbian mom? You, yeah, you said that watching it without even and then <laughs> and then like late in life, you watched it late in life. I made you watch it. And then months later, they like were like, now it's announced that she's gay. And then everyone's like, what? What are they trying to do to our children? And it's just weird. It's the. The reason that it's weird to me, it's weird that it's weird to other people. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I find it, I don't understand why people find this so weird. Like, you have to announce these things because it's not like people can tell that somebody, sexuality isn't something that you can just tell from looking at a person. I don't know, so, I thought Velma was gay the whole time. Sure, you you might have thoughts and of guesses, but what I'm saying is, and, and you might even know, it might be something that you're like, nah, I, I can tell. But what I'm saying is, is that it's not as obvious as this character is white, black, or Asian. It's not, there's still some investigating that you're, there's still some clues you're putting together to make that conclusion. So if some, it was a mystery. So it's still a mystery. So if somebody has to, if somebody's writing a character and they're like, okay, this is a gay character who does this, that, and third, and they're making all of their interests and likes and what makes a character a character. Now, if sexuality never comes up, but in your mind, this was a gay character. Then nobody knows this person's gay because they're not solving gay mysteries. You know what I mean? They're not solving this. <laughs> if you don't put a love interest into this character's life, you're just having them solve mysteries all yeah, day. Yeah, they nobody's never really know. had. I don't remember them having love interests at all. No, not in the original yeah. one. I mean, there was always times. There's jokes that people make now about how Fred was always like. Hey, yeah, he's Sco like, Scooby hey. and Shaggy, you go over there. Yeah. I'm going to stay with the girls. <laughs> yeah. He was always staying with the girls. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird, too, that a lot of times they'll say, like, oh, why would you do this for kids? Why are you doing this for kids? You know that, like, you start figuring out, like, boyfriends and you get your period when you're fucking 12. Yeah. You, you hit puberty at. 12 so you start having feelings and thinking about uh being attracted i mean fuck i had a boyfriend in preschool like you you have these feelings of like who do you want to hold hands with at the movie did you guys watch movies when you were like 12 in school were, were there movies when i was no, in 12 school. 
Of course. Okay. We watch TV. Like, I, did you go to, like, the like we had the thing where we would go to the gym and they would show us a movie. And it would be, like, movie day. And they would turn off the lights. Oh, and yeah. And they'd was... all, like, lay on the floor. And then the people mm. who were going out, who were going together, as it was called then. I think it's um, still called that. Really? It was, it was called that when I was growing oh, up. Oh, wow. Because my mom would People say. Would like, yeah, they're going together. We're going together. Oh, my mom would say, oh, she's going around with him. And I'm like, mom, no. it's not going around with him. No, it's they it wasn't going go, around. They're going together. People sleep then, around. If you say go around, people are going to think. And then it turned yeah, into they're going out with. And then my mom finally was like, oh, are they going together? I'm like, mom, it's not they're going together. It's they're going out with each other. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I tortured my mother. I, I, yeah, it was. I I always heard going together. So anyway, uh, the people that were going together would sit next to each other in the movie, and they would hold hands. Or there was this hill at recess, and the people that were going together would sit at the top of the hill and hold hands. And then there was these tunnels, any, and they would kiss in the tunnels. I don't remember any couples. I just knew girls that you guys didn't know wanted to couples? fuck. In elementary school, ain't oh no first God, grade or second remember. grade. That's no, why no, I'm your life about fifth, fifth grade, great. I'm nah, talking about when they turned maybe, twelve. I don't know what how, you know. What, fifth, sixth grade, whatever. That fifth, time, fifth is grade, when, no. Sixth grade, maybe. Well, middle your sixth grade was, was middle school. Yeah. Because sixth grade was uh, elementary school when I was in school, so uh, there was still a recess. But then in middle school, yeah. for sure, people were going together. Sure, yeah, middle school for sure. Right, I, I just don't remember elementary school like that. Like Scooby Doo, how old are they supposed to be? Like who's watching that? Because they're teenagers. Yeah, the characters. So I think are. the teenagers. What I mean, when I was a teenager, for sure. I mean, when I was like fourteen. I know I still watch cartoons, but I knew other people who watched more cartoons, and I kind of. I don't know. I was terrible. I was like, oh, my God, they watch Gem and the Holograms. That's dumb. That's little kid shit. Why are they watching that? But then I was just dumb. So I don't know, I know what there you was, just said. You don't know about Gem and the Holograms? Gem? Is that a person's name? Yes. It was a cartoon. Okay. But that was high school, I remember. Because I remember the, the girls who watched that because we were on a school trip. And they were like, let's watch Gem. Mm. And then me and my friend were like rolling our eyes like, oh, my God, I can't believe they watch this cartoon seriously. <laughs> but in middle school, I think we still watch cartoons. So why would you not want somebody to show you that what you're doing isn't demonic and you're going to go to hell? If you were like, you know, mm -hmm. like, let's say you have a crush on your fucking girl teacher and you're a girl. Mm -hmm. And now you feel like you're weird and you're going to hell yeah. or whatever. And yeah. Now you can fucking see Velma. Yeah, you don't have to trying to think get that it there's on a, yeah, you don't have to think there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz there's just nothing and then people say like, "Oh, well, why would they want to show any sexuality? You shouldn't be thinking about fucking." Though everything it, has a romance to it. There's every fucking uh, kids movie has some sort of like you see, a boy you see likes straight a girl parents. Or, what did we watch? If you that? see straight parents, yeah. the fact that they're parents implies they've fucked. 
So yeah. and so you you can't have straight parents on television without implying that they fucked. But yet for some reason when there's gay parents or there's gay people, then that's the discussion of just like, oh, why are we teaching our children sexuality? We've been teaching our children sexuality forever. Like you know on our I mean? other like, podcast we watched the movie, what was it called? The Wizard? The guy played video games. Yes. Yes. Fred and Savage. didn't he have a little girl yes. that he liked? Yep. Yep. And that's Nobody not cared. weird. Yeah. 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 I mean, fucking Wonder Years and yeah, another Fred Savage. I'm just going to bust out Fred Savage references. <laughs> um, him and Winnie. That was a yeah. fucking epic love story. Yeah. Kids kids have been fucking on Rugrats. They they, they have fucking crushes on other little little babies. Like, this has been around forever. Yeah. But well, it, it's, it's only a topic of discussion when they're not straight. So... Let some fucking so, yeah. queer children have some cartoons to look up to. But uh, but I think that's uh, all we've been freaking out about lately. Yeah, I think, well, there's probably more, but we'll just... Um, yeah, we can we freak... We always want to freak yeah, out we're just, more often. Yeah, we, yeah we're, we're just going to freak out more often because... <laughs> we always say it. We always say we want to and then we don't. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I This whole time, my name has been Jeff Horst. I am Astra Navarez. You can follow me at, at AstraToy, E S T H E R T O I, on all social media. And you can follow me uh, at Jeff Horst, J E F F H O R S T E, on uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, uh, you know, all the things. And uh, yeah, you know, we're going to be in Milwaukee December 8th, 9th, and 10th. So if for some magical reason, some insane. There's a person listening to this in Milwaukee. Fucking come, you know, go to check me out on social media and click on the link in my bio and get get some tickets. You know, come on out, see some live comedy. And October 25th, I have a show called We Have to Ask at the Glendale Room in Glendale. And we have our show, which is uh, no title to to be determined. Um, uh, November Wednesday, November second. So Esther at La Pubelle at La in Pubelle, Franklin Village in Hollywood. In uh, in Hollywood, we can walk to it. So we're excited. Yeah, and, and it's got a giant uh, disco ball in it. I swear, a- if they take that giant disco ball down, show's not happening. Wow, demand diva. We haven't even done the show yet. Already a diva. This I'm a, one. I'm a, a diva. I'm a, I'm a diva. All, all right. I'm a, I'm a diva. She's gonna Did sue you. Did know you. That a diva She's gonna is sue a you. female version of a hustler? No, it's not. Of a of a hustler? It's not. Of I don't. A, of a hustler. Why does Beyonce just get to change the definition of things? It's not what a diva is. Because that's what Beyonce does. A hustler never even implied male. It's Look, sexist. I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce. <laughs> Nobody said that only men can be hustlers. Beyonce did. Weird. Well, probably her. And it never caught husband on. Did. And it never caught on. It's what, a diva didn't catch on. Nobody, oh, nobody's been using the word diva. Nobody's been they using just say diva. Hustler. Yeah, nobody's ever just like, look at that diva over there making all that money. Nobody's, nobody's. Yeah, nobody's, like that movie Hustlers was yeah. called Hustlers. Yeah, even though it was all women. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Boom. Proves my point. We just realized Beyonce's dumb. Look at that. Look what we figured out in this podcast. Judgy. It's not judgy. It's it's proof. No. She said a dumb thing. 
We just proved All right, it wrong. So we are on the Planet Ants uh, podcast network. So anything that is said harshly about Beyonce cannot be a reflection on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. We are on the Planet Ant Podcast Network, and uh, that's part of Planet Ant Theater, which is theater in Hamtramck. And check them out at planetantdet.com. Check them out. Love you all. Comedy. Peace. I've been Kevin Hart. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.